Welcome to the Settlement Planning Tips for Personal Injury Attorneys podcast. This podcast helps personal injury attorneys and their staff members navigate the unique legal and financial issues that arise near the settlement of a personal injury case. And now, here's your host, attorney and certified financial planner professional, Greg Maxwell. Hi, this is Greg Maxwell with Amicus Settlement Planners. I wanted to talk a little bit today about how a special needs trust is terminated and some things you need to keep in mind when closing out or terminating a special needs trust. So a question we get sometimes is, hey, I've got a minor. He is disabled now, but we're hoping that he will improve and not be on government benefits in the future because his health will improve to the point where he doesn't need those benefits. So the concern is, hey, if I set up a special needs trust for him, because he's disabled now and receiving Medicaid and SSI. If, as he gets older, he gets to the point where he can work and generate income and he's not eligible for SSI because he's earning money or because he's no longer disabled, then what happens to the money inside the special needs trust? Can we terminate it and send it all to that client? So one thing we need to be, you need to be aware of is when you terminate a first party special needs trust, then at that point, if there's money obviously still in the trust, then at that point, Medicaid has the right to come in and be reimbursed for whatever Medicaid's paid on behalf of your client. And so terminating a first party special needs trust rarely makes sense in the traditional sense of terminating it, negotiating with Medicaid and sending a bunch of money to Medicaid and then whatever's left sending to the beneficiary. What generally makes more sense is if that client no longer needs a special needs trust or no longer needs Medicaid or SSI or is no longer disabled is to think of things that that client could use the money for and essentially exhaust the special needs trust on items that are within the rules that that client needs. So if he needs a home, if he needs a car, whatever else he might need, use the funds up on appropriate items for the benefit of the beneficiary so that the funds are essentially exhausted, at which point the trust can terminate and there's no Medicaid payback provision. Rather than terminating the trust, having to negotiate with Medicaid, pay a bunch of funds to Medicaid, and then passing less on to the beneficiary. So it's a good question. How is a special needs trust terminated and what happens to the money? And that's essentially what happens. So if you're in that situation, give us a call and uh, we can help you think through the best way to terminate the special needs trust and also allow for most of the funds to go to the beneficiary rather than to the government. Give us a call and we'd love to chat with you about it. Thanks for listening to the Settlement Planning Tips for Personal Injury Attorneys podcast. If you like this podcast, make sure to visit amicusplanners.com for more great content, including videos, PDF checklists, show notes, and more. Don't forget to subscribe and be sure to join us next week for more settlement planning tips.